This is K-A-Y-T. Gina. Alexandria. This is Gospel Radio at its very best. 88.1. K-A-Y-T. Praising the Lord. Greetings. This is Reverend Lionel Smith, pastor of New Scholar Baptist Church. We are a church that is working towards acquiring the mind of Christ. Sit back and listen to the message already in progress. And it's worried me of 
This is my friend, y'all. Yeah, yeah. Amen. Yeah. I know it looked like we don't have a friend. We can't go to our president. Amen. But Jesus is our friend, y'all. All we got to do is just trust in him. Amen. Lean on him like my grandma used to say. Lean on the Lord and he'll make it all right. Amen. Yes, Lord. Church, 
It was the best thing I ever done. Now listen.
first of all, just giving all of Jesus Christ, our Savior, to all the ministers of the gospel according to Jesus Christ, all the officers of the church, and to the body of Christ, we thank God for you today. It's a blessing that we hear one more time. And because we are here, the Lord wants us to always give him the praise for allowing us to be here. I don't see no reason why we don't look around ourselves every day of our life and see what God is doing now and see the condition of the world. It looked dim, but I heard Joe Lagan, late Joe Lagan say, there's a bright side ahead. Somewhere there's a bright side. And we got to understand, I don't care how dim it looked, if we can turn it over to Jesus, it's gonna be all right. It's going to be all right. I don't, you see, sometimes we, we get in doubt. We doubt ourselves too much. Yes. Somebody tell you what you can't do, you tell them, well, you know, I can't do, uh-uh. I don't want you ever come to me with that, yes. what you can't do. I, the scriptures say I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. And we got to believe that without doubting. And God going to bring it over to us. Uh, we're just so gracious today for all of you that's present today. It's an honor, well as a blessing that we are here on a land of living. And this year of 2017, in January, it looked at them, the politicians, they said a lot of things which we knew couldn't happen, but it's enticing to the year of people that's not settled. You know, people that got to make their mind up, you can lead them anywhere. But folks who got a stable mind, they ain't nothing but sounding brass and tinkling cymbal. That's what the words say, sounding brass and tinkling cymbal. Uh, I have to be sure who I'm following before I can come up and tell you who to follow. I have to show signs and examples of who I'm following every day of my life. When, when, you know, some people like lizards. Everywhere a lizard go, he adapt to that position. Everything you do to you adapt that. No, you got to be content in all things every day of your life. Don't let folks lead you in left field when you know you play right field. We got to be sure of ourselves. People always try to plant the seed of doubt in us and telling me that I can't do this. So if, you, if you're talking to me and you're telling me what I can't do, I'm getting from around you because you're dangerous. God told me I can do, and you tell me I can't do. Joshua said, choose ye this day who you're going to serve. Now, you got to make a decision soon. You can't wait till after a while and make, make it right now. And then you'll understand the Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. Today, we want to look at some attitudes, some beatitudes, seclusions, different atmospheres. And Jesus, after we, all the Beatitudes and all the things that he's supposed to be, we got to be meek, humble, we got to be merciful, got to be pure in heart, peacemakers. That's what he told us. He's teaching it. That's out the mouth of Christ. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for they, theirs is the kingdom of heaven. We got to remember that the poor in spirit, the Christian, the believers in Christ Jesus, we got to have the assurance that can't nobody hurt me. 
we got to have the assurance that, look, look, if God got it, got me, then I'm going on by my business. And if nobody else want to go with me, I'm going anyway. Because he's going to pay every man according to his works, huh? Whether they be good or bad, he's going to pay you. So you, 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 you're telling me, don't go. Don't go, Rev. You didn't, you didn't call me. You didn't choose me. And you didn't fix me. So the one that did all that for me, that's who I'm going to listen to. Uh, that's why in America, we say America the greatest country on earth. But sometimes we let people come in and filtrate our mind. In the book of Jude, the Bible said, and I'm not talking about what I feel and what I say. The Bible said there was some crept in unaware. How can you creep in unaware? By smiling with you? I'm evil as I don't know what, but I'm going to smile with you and make it look like I'm something. A lot of times we get religious too much. We get hung up in religion, and it, anybody can lead you anywhere. But you see, what you got to do, you got to stand on that rock. Stand on that rock. When you're on that rock, no wind or nothing can blow you off the rock because you anchored. Do you realize in today's life, there are plants. There are plants on this earth don't have to have a good firm rooting. They can just go down and live place in the ground and they're going to spring right on up. There are other plants look like they take a long time to grow up, but what they're doing, they're getting deeper, the roots going deeper and deeper and deeper in the ground. Because why? God wants you to grow tall. So the, the, the more foundation you got, the more hike you can go, huh? If you anchor yourself in the Lord, you can get on up there. You go. It's no limit what God can do in our life. Today, we're going to look at Matthew 5, 13 through 16, very briefly. And it says something to me, and it's going to say something to you as well. Matthew 5, 13 through 16. Say, ye are the salt of the earth. If the salt shall have lost its savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is therefore good for nothing but to be cast out and trotted under the foot of men. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick. And it giveth light unto all that is in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. You may be seated. Christ and his, all his wisdom, there'll never be anybody as wise as Jesus. So if you're claiming to be wise as Christ, you're fooling yourself. He said to Solomon, King Solomon, he told Solomon, told us, Jesus, the same Jesus told us about Solomon. He said, Solomon will be the wisest man that ever will live in the natural flesh. Nobody exceed the wisdom of Solomon in the natural flesh. He said Bathsheba and Solomon, that's the wisest and the greatest people that ever will live on this earth. Say, but just one exceed them, that's Jesus himself. So that make me feel good. Jesus coming out the tribe of Judah, huh? The elect tribe, the one God chose to bring his son through, through David, through Solomon, through all those believers in Christ that confessed it wasn't a shame to own Jesus. 
Even the disciples, when they, the pressure started getting on them, what they easily did, and the government started coming to them and saying, uh, uh, you know Jesus? No. You been with him? No. How could you so easily deny a man that taught you everything in your life that you know? So easily, he fed you when you was hungry, he fed you, and, he, and then he, what he did, you at the party. See, some people, I tell you, we get to religion. We was at this feast, which is a party. We was at this feast, which is a party. And all that good wine, y'all don't know nothing about that good wine, do you? None of us have ever tasted no wine, right? We all church, Holy Ghost, filled people. We don't drink wine, right? Right? So the wine ran out. They thought about all this. The wine ran out. And I'm talking about a savior. When the wine ran out, then they talked to, they wouldn't talk directly to Jesus because God's glory is so powerful to anybody that can't walk up on him. What did he tell Moses? He said, Moses, I want to see you. I want to see you. He said, no, Moses, you can't look at me. He said, I tell you what, Moses, since you insist on seeing me, I'm going to put my hand over your eye. And you go up in the mountain cliffs. And I'm going to pass by, and then I take my hand, you'll see the, the hind, hinder part of me, Moses. But what the, my point here, is what I'm trying to get, coming down to the 13th verse, he said, ye are, ye. Ye is singular, ye is plural. He's talking about the body of Christ and you as an individual. Ye are the salt of the earth. Now, I need to know something about this. Ye are the salt of the earth. Watch this. Today when we go to the doctor, can't have no salt. Now, now you, if I ain't really saved, I'm going to be puzzled. You can't have no salt. Don't eat no salt. The doctor take me off salt, huh? He said, you don't need no salt. They're going to run your pressure up, going to do this, that, and other on you. So you don't need no salt. Jesus said, I was the salt of the earth. Okay, if that be so, if I can't have no salt in me, I can't use no salt, that means what? I got enough in me, right? So if I got enough salt in me, what you mean? They gonna kill me. No, you got the salt of the word. You got the salt of God in you. You the seasoner. You are the seasoner. You straighten everybody. You bring everybody in. Because the people don't, the world, I want to explain this to you. You are the salt of the earth. Listen to this good. You are the salt of what? Of the earth. You the one supposed to go, we the one that's supposed to go and season everybody up according to the plan of God. We're supposed to teach people all things, to tell them to observe all things whatsoever he told us to do. And he said this, I'm going to be with you. I'm going to be with you always, even to the end of this time. You the salt. I, I'm just depending on you to get the word out. Sometimes we get handcuffed. Sometimes people whisper in our ear, don't say that. Yeah. Why not say it? The one that told me what to say when I was hungry, he fed me. When I was sick, he healed me. When I was worried, he consoled me. Why shouldn't I listen to him? I was sentenced to death, but he died for me. Why shouldn't I listen to him? He's the one that listened to him. We got people that pull cars and pull strings and stuff in this life, but their strain going to soon fade away. Yeah. But if you pull Jesus' strain, yeah. you're going to be hooked forever. Yeah, right. 
you're going to be hooked forever. Say, you're the salt of the earth. But if the salt, now watch this, if the salt has lost its savor, if it don't have no more power and the seasoning in it, Lord have mercy. Anybody here ever lost their report? You was pretty good one time, then you lost your report. Anybody ever been there? Or people talked about you and down you and criticized you, and you, you gave up and you said, well, he said, I ain't nobody, I ain't nobody. You can't get that out of me. I'm somebody, me. The Lord made me. I'm somebody because he made me. I'm not going to deny what God made me. He said, you're the salt of the earth. But if you lose your savor, your divine power, your inspiration, your deity with God, if you lose these things, he said, where are you going to help it anymore? How are you going to do anything for anybody anymore? How are you going to pray and seek and how are you going to feed open blind eyes? How are you going to cure leprosy? How are you going to do it? You ain't got no power. You can't do it. So I have to totally depend upon Christ, my Savior. And I got to keep boldness. I got to keep the salt of the word. I got to be so firm in all things that I do. We can't be a hypocrite. We can't be hot today and cold tomorrow. We got to stay cold or hot all the time. That's what the word say now. He wants this for this good for nothing but to cast out. People run over you when you, they trick, find you in a lie yeah. or get something on you. Yeah. Lord, help me, Jesus. They'll bury you. Did you uh, now, that wasn't the world. I'm going to show you a word. That, that ain't the world doing that to you. That's the church folks doing that to you. Huh? Church folks do that. The world, don't, they don't care what you do in the world. We're all in this together out there, huh? We ain't going to tell on nobody, huh? Y'all know what I'm saying? But when you're in the church, watch this. When you're in the church, it's, it's, that's the way it goes. He's saying here, and, and, and the scriptures say here, now listen to the, the cast out. You're going to be cast out. You ain't good for nothing no more. We can't use you. Don't you know sometimes when people use you up and can't use you no more? Throw your weight on it. And then nobody respect you no more. Ain't no good no more in you. And all you do is sit in the corner. <laughs> I ain't no good. You sure ain't. You fall and pray to the devil. You ain't no good at all. But if you fall, get up. You got power in you now to get up. You didn't before then. You couldn't get up. Somebody had to pick you up. But now that you got power of God living inside of you, you can get up on your own. We forget that. I don't think there's nobody in the church, no church, that hadn't made a mistake. And if they made a mistake and gave up, they, they end up in hell. Denying the very existence of God. But if you made a mistake and the Spirit speak to you and say, get up, you ain't got to be bone no more. Just get up and go about your father's business. Then we're going to make it. We're going to make it. We're going to make it according to the word of God. You see, because men are run over and trotted under the foot of men. Now watch this. He go a little further and they say, you're the light of the world. Did you know that? Ye are the light of the world. Now that's a big old word there. Ye are the light of the world. Did y'all hear that? Now watch this now. He didn't say nothing that. There's nothing right there say you're the light of the church. Because Christ is the light of the church. 
He's talking to the disciples, right? And the convocation of people believe in all the miracles he worked and everything. They're running behind him in full force. Yeah. And he told the disciples first, say, ye are the light of the world. Y'all didn't catch it yet? Ye are like the light of what? Let me tell you what the world is. You know how we talk about people out there in them streets doing everything, drinking all everything they're doing out there? He said, we are their light. We are their light. Instead of us talking about them and low-rating them and all that, go out there and stand strong in front of them, look. Why are you walking like that? That light got me doing that. The light, what light? So, I don't know how to explain it, but something inside of me tell me to love everybody I see. Yes. Something inside of me tell me to treat everybody right. Yes. Don't treat nobody different. Treat them all the same. Right. Right. Even, what, Rev, what about them no good people out there in the street? They still people, ain't they? Yes. I remember one time when none of us was right. The Bible said not even one. But he died for us while we was yet in our sin. Christ died for us. So who are we to go start judging for? Matthew 7, chapter, you want to read it sometime. Who are we to judge, folks? You're not up to par where you need to be. I think we are all still growing, huh? Day by day, we are growing. So how in God's service that you're pointing at me, and all you got to do is go get in the mirror, and you'll see how you look. Hmm? The Bible in James, I believe, in the second chapter, I believe, James says sometimes we look in the mirror, walk away from the mirror, and forgot how we look. That's a shame, y'all. We have to stay with the world. You're the light of the world. When somebody tell me I'm the light of the world, that's telling me all darkness in this earth. When I just walk in darkness, I light a whole room up. I light everybody up. I, I got people thinking now, say, how old Smith? He ain't no good. He, he ain't no good. But it's something strange about Smith. When he come around you, he don't, ain't no foolishness. He just be himself. He just be himself. And what he do, he influence people. Say, if he can do it, if old Smith can do it, I know I can do it. I'm lighting people up. They could be lost or whatever. I'm lighting them up. And then if you save and you just got out of line a little, when I walk by you, when I walk by you, the glory of God, if it's in me and on me, around me, it's going to bump against you. And what you're going to do, all you're going to do is just straight taste up. So simple. We make it hard. We make it hard for Christian people, believers in Christ. And we don't have to do that. We the lighthouse. And then he went further, say, you're a city. Anybody ever went to New York? Lights don't ever go out. Parabolically speaking, that's right, you lived there all your life. <laughs> Parabolically speaking, the lights don't go out in New York. Never go out. And what the Lord is telling us now, it's so simple, y'all. He said, guess what, when I turn the switch on, it's going to stay on. Don't nobody have the power to cut that switch off. When I turn it on, it's going to stay on. Now, sometimes the glow get a little smut. Anybody ever here come out the country? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You don't know nothing about kerosene. Forgive me for saying kerosene. That's big shot word. Coal oil lamps, huh? 
in them colloid lamps, you let it, it's a wick in there, and you light the wick, and it just keep burning until you cut it off. If you don't cut it off, it's going to keep burning until all the oil run out. So what, he, what, what, what the Lord is saying, when I lit that lamp, it's going to forever burn. Sometime this smoke going to get in the globe. Am I right, brother? All you got to do is take the globe off. Simple, simple. Don't get religious now, you'll break the globe. Just take the globe off. Take your piece and wipe the globe, it's clear again. You steal the lighthouse. You'll sit it at its what? Sit on the hill, it can't be here. Every time the light, somebody calls you, I can't, I can't see your light no more. Then you know you need to take a self check. In the divinity of God, just take a self check. You don't need to come to me and tell me how no good I am or how, how I'm bad. Just come to me. Sister Edna, and just tell me where, you, where I need to check up a little bit at. That, we owe that to one another. Just tell me where I need to check up a little bit. Then if I'm, I'm really saved like I say I'm saved, I'm just going to walk back and get my manual. All right. That's right. I'm going to get my manual, just like you told me, and read my manual. And then my collar over here may be off a little bit. I just, I say, would you mind fixing it? Because you brought it to my table. Come fix that for me. You fix my collar, I'm all right again. I'm still shining. Then they still saying this, look. Say, boy, that boy hip ain't it, huh? Yeah. Well, that's all God wants. That's all he wants for us. We're, look, the Bible says we're, we're one body, many members. And then he told us all the members in the body don't hold the same office. That's telling me we got one of these, one of this, one of them, one of these. But look, guess what? This is the beautiful thing about a big D. All of us governed by the same Holy Spirit. Ain't no, there's but one Holy Spirit, y'all. I don't care what church you go to, what denomination you're under, there ain't but one Holy Spirit. One Holy Spirit. And if we maintain and stay steadfast in the Spirit of God, we're going to be, when he come back, we're going to rejoice to see him. And we don't have to tell him that story of how, what we come through because he the one brought us through it. You see what I'm saying? We ain't got to tell him what we come through. We got to tell one another what we come through. But he's the one that brought us through it. And I, I, I just thank God every day of my life for that. He said we like a city that sit on the hill. When you see a, a, a light everywhere you go, you can get in an airplane, wherever, and you're flying up thousand feet in the air, and you can look down, especially at night, and just see light. It could be a single pole light. You can just look down and see that light shining. And it shine all the time and never go out. That's what we, God fix us. And we upstairs now, even though we're here in, in this temple here on this, but we're still upstairs. He made a way for us. I don't know way. He turned out at midnight, that means dark when we was living in the world. In today, daytime, that means you, <laughs> what? Everybody can see you. Everybody can see you. And we got to do good works before God that everybody do see us. He said, we can't be hid. We just sons and daughters and heirs of Christ Jesus. We can't be here. Now watch what he say here. Watch what this say. Watch what this next verse say. Neither do men light a candle. Neither do men light a candle. Watch this. What's the purpose of light? What's the purpose of a fire? To burn. And anything getting in his way, it burn it up, right? When Satan get in the way, the fire burn up, huh? The Bible tells the ministers of God are flame and fire. Did y'all know that? Flame and fire. The ministers of God are flame and fire. So anything getting our way, if we stay close to God and stay like God wants to, we'll burn it up. 
How you think your sin is forgiven? That flaming fire burn everything you see, get in this path. That's what God does. That's how good he is. He said, you don't put your light on a bushel. The purpose of your light is to keep it up so other people can see it. Did y'all know that? Keep your light up so others can see it. So if, if, if darkness here everywhere, if darkness here everywhere, you can't see nothing. Just like in Egypt when he brought darkness up on the face of Egyptian. They, the Bible said you could feel with your hand the darkness that was over Egypt because of their mischief and all that silly stuff they was doing. He said you could feel it with your hand. Now that's, that, that means that's dark, ain't it? When you can feel it with your hand. He said, couldn't nobody see one another. Now, now listen, I'm talking about what the book say. Couldn't nobody see one another. Now, I can't understand. Lord, help me. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Lord. I'm, you don't, I don't mean to harm y'all. <coughs> Bright, you kind of dark. I can understand not seeing you, you know. Yeah. But I'm, I'm talking about what God say now. But, kid, I could bump into you a little bit because... You should be seeable, right? Nobody said you couldn't see nobody. That was the scripture said, couldn't see nobody. So that's dark, right? But now he brought you out of darkness into that marvelous light. He brought you from where you sentenced to death and gave you life eternal with him. He said, I'm going away to prepare a place for you. And if I go, I'm going to prepare that place. And when I get that place prepared, he said, I'm going to come back again and receive you to myself and where I am there you may be also that's what he's saying that's what he's saying to us so he said here neither do men put a light on the I mean neither do men light a candle and put it on the bushel but put it where on a candlestick we got to put it where it go let the light so shine in our life right that men and women can see good works in us and see, we, we, we've been brainwashed. We say, Jesus going to do it. No, Jesus already did it. We got to do it now. He commissioned us to do the works now that he was doing while I see. But yet he on this earth, with a, he told us to go into all the world and do the works that he do. And then he went on to say, the great works have I done, but greater works than these shall you do also because I'm going back to my father. What you mean? You, you can do a greater work? No, more work. You can do more work. That's what he's saying. You can do more work. Not better than Christ. Can't nobody get better than Christ, but you can expand and do more. So if you got 50 missionaries out on the field preaching and teaching people, you reach more people yeah. than one person. You see what I'm saying? You reach more people. That's what he's saying. That's what God wants us to understand that. You can reach more people, and then when, when, when you get them, they're going to go out and do missionary work and tell somebody else. And then before you know it, look, we're just coming together like that like a magnet joining by believing that magnet start working. He said, he went on to say, uh, and say, when you, if you put the candle on the candlestick, leave your life up high, leave it up before men that they can see good works in you. He said, and give his light unto all that are what, in the house. Now, watch this now, watch this, watch this. Every home, and ain't you talk telling me, because I understand. Every home on the face of this earth with a family. Some folks get mad in the home sometimes. Y'all didn't, didn't, didn't know that. Sometimes wife and husband have some few words, mixed words. Now we don't cuss now. We don't cuss now. Let's keep that in order. We don't cuss, but we have some mixed words. 
maybe every once in a while something might slip out, huh? You know what I'm saying? But once it slips, we try to grab it and cover it up somebody else's head, right? Oh, y'all understand. I ain't got to go all that. But listen to what, listen to what Jesus is saying. You're the light. It's not that you can't make a mistake because you're the light. You just, when you make a mistake, look, you got something inside of you called the Holy Spirit. It will talk to you and bring to your remembrance the things that you needed to say. And when you say what the Spirit say or say what the Word say, what God does, you make God feel good. You make Jesus feel good because he's at the right hand of the Father making intercession for us to the Father. And every time he, we, we, we can't explain ourselves, Jesus go to the Father and say, Lord, so and so, etc." He said, okay, go and bless him. Go and bless them. They need you blessed. They honor you. They love you. Go and bless them. And Jesus look at us, whatever we do, if we give him glory and honor, so often time, watch this, so often time, like all these miracles, Jesus worked the miracles. He worked all the miracles, the healings and all that. But guess what? If I thank God every day of my life, because I understand now, you still didn't understand. I thank him every day of my life. I understand how, what God said. He said the last person he made, the last thing he made was man. Ooh, Jesus. Y'all don't want me to get too deep, huh? Last thing he made was man. I wonder how he figured that out. He's all-knowing God. He has all wisdom. If he'd have messed around and made us first, creation had never been. Because this is what we'd have been telling God. Now, he made us this week, this week, this week we've been telling God. Lord, you need to move over a little bit. Put a little more here. And God can't tolerate no foolishness like that. So he made us last. And then he come back and say this. Only thing he regretted making was us. Y'all didn't hear that? Y'all never read that? That's mankind. That's the only thing he ever regretted. All the creation he had, he just regretted making us. So he didn't want to kill us out. What he did, he sent some prophets and apostles and bishops and all that through 42 generations. And he loved us so much. John 3, 16, am I right? He loved us so much that Christ came and died for all of us that we may have life and have it more abundant. That's how much he loved you. He didn't want to destroy you because he, he just said, I wish that none perish. So I don't want nobody lost. Do we think like that today? We don't, I don't want to see nobody lost. I want to see every day of my life, everybody in the church high-fiving and greeting each other, hugging each other, smiling with each other, and getting close to, get close to one another. We, we live too far apart in these days and times. We got to get close to each other, feel one each other. When you can feel each other, and, and look, you don't, you don't have no doubt or nothing at no time. You got to feel one another, y'all. You got to be happy with one another. Do anybody here, I'm going to make a mess now. Y'all see I'm messing with um, Every now and then, you see people coming. I mean, this didn't happen to me. Not now. I hope not. Every time you see certain people coming, you lie a little and say, oh, Lord, there they come. <laughs> uh, some of us have lied. And I, I go to the house and do this. Don't nothing, no door open. The light, I say, well, they must have a shortage in the fuel because the light went out. <laughs> they just don't want to see me, huh? 
but we can't be that now. We don't think it, but guess what you just did? You just lied. And the books say a liar won't tarry in his sight. See, that's why we have to be very careful. See, being a Christian, we say it's hard, but it's not. It's submitting and being obedient, and you overcome everything. The hardest part, and that's what happened to Israel, the hardest part of life is now God telling me to, no, God telling me to say, turn it loose. Turn it loose. Turn it loose. He's still holding it. See that? He won't let it go. He, but he wants the Holy Ghost. And God can't fill his cup until he emptied his cup, huh? Once he emptied his cup, he can fill his cup. And he could drink life every day. Reading the word. That's what it is. Reading the word. Every day he can have life and have it more abundant. Let us come to say, let your light so shine. Watch this. This is tough. Let your light so shine. What about? Before who? Now watch this. Watch what it don't say. Don't show out in front of people. It didn't say that. Did it read like that? It said let your light so shine. As you got it in you, just let it shine. Don't make it shine. Just let it shine. Don't make it shine. Sometimes we try to make our light shine. If you just walking along and your light ain't shining, you don't need anybody to tell you. No, just go back, get on your knees and talk to them and confess. And then you'll see that light start bleeping. Start blanking on you. Start blanking on you. Keep praying. Keep talking to him. That's your brother. That's your air together with Christ. Keep talking to him. And after a while, what's going to happen? The light, gonna, the whole light going to come on. And then what you do when the light come on, don't ask me nothing. Just start shouting and praising God like you're crazy. And God give, give you so much glory and honor. And anywhere you go, he'll ha the Bible says he'll have you tread on serpent. If you drink deadly poison, it won't even hurt you. Now, this is, what, this is how you got to get locked in. Now, let me say this so I don't leave nobody standing. If you notice some strychnine in the name on the direction, and you go there and say, I'm a Christian. I'm going to drink this strychnine. And you turn it up. And now I know what you do. You start doing this. Start foaming out the mouth. You can, just, you can just say this. Mike say, goodbye world. I'm going home. That's all you can say. You gone. That's your fault though. That's your fault. Because it told you don't take it. But you took it anyway. So God wants us to be the light of the world. We need to shine before men that we may encourage them that they want to be part of that light. See, we, we come to minister to the world, not to the church. I know y'all think I'm just crazy, but God, he got, it, it, that was at the first early church, they had a pastor, one pastor, and had a lady named Anna. I know y'all read the scripture, and Anna. And the Bible said, now listen to this good, the Bible said, Anna and Simeon had a like job. When, when they brought Christ to the temple after the days of purification, Simeon picked him up and blessed him. And now watch this. All this fooling I hear all the time, them folks ain't got nothing up there. They say in a lack manner, Anna took Christ, the Savior of the world, up and did just what Simeon had did, offered him back to God. Why we got so much confusion? I'm wondering, y'all. Help educate me.
Why we got so much confusion, male, female? Why so much craziness? And the Lord gave us the right way to go, but we're still silly. God help us, Jesus. That they may see that who? The, the world may see your good work. Men may see your good work. world may see unsaved people may see your good works. Don't you know when you do something good, don't you know other folks like that and they like to do it too? Ain't nothing wrong with that. That ain't jealousy, envy. What jealousy and envy is when you want to take what I got. Watch this. I, I, I want to say it. I've seen Lil Wayne in here. Coleman, Lil Wayne Coleman. Is he still here? He's a great baseball player. He's been instructed. He go to all the camps and trials and all that. And he, he's solid now. And people looking at him from the professional point, they're looking at him all the time. Now watch this. What he got to do is maintain his head cool, stay in his book, do be obedient to those that have rule over him, and he unstoppable. Can't stop him. Got, but you got to follow the protocol. He can't go out of his own just because he can hit like I used to hit. <laughs> Amen. You got to do it for yourself. You got to do it for yourself. Don't worry about what Pete Rowe and this and that and other did. You do your job. You're going to be governed by what you do, not what I do. What I do is that this ain't even in the clock. I went about last year, I went to Peabody, and I said, um, Coach, I said, where well, I have a trophy. I had a trophy at Peabody up to my waistline. And I went, I ain't seen no, nothing in the 60s, nothing in the 60s, started in the 70s and started having trophies. I said, what happened to all them trophies we had, Baker? I don't know what happened to all that, Baker. Where them trophies at? Nothing that we had. I said, Lord, I didn't even keep a record. But my point of it is this. And I see that, that when I made the Hall of Fame with Christ, he got my record from day one. He got my record. He got my record. And when I stand before him, listen to me good, he said, I'm going to be judged out of everything. Huh? That's written in the book. It's in the book, y'all. Your name is in the Lamb Book of Life. When you stand before Jeremy, the angel is just going to catch you and escort you on in there where Christ said. You ain't got to stand and say, why you did this? No, he said, you just got to give an account as you being a servant of Christ, a Christian. You just got to give an account. Why you cuss Martin out that day? Stuff like that. Why you lied on so-and-so and didn't never go to him and tell him to forgive you? Now, you got to give an account of that. You hadn't lost your salvation, but you lost a lot of gifts and crowns. But no salvation. You got salvation. And that's what God wants us to see today. We thank God for you today. It's a blessing, privilege, and opportunity that he's given us. So let your light so shine before men so they can see good work in you. And then they'll realize from Jump Street, he, Smith can't do that. Somebody else had been pushing Smith or working with Smith in order for him to do what he did. He can't do nothing. He ain't nobody. What they say about Jesus? I grew up with him. His daddy was a carpenter, huh? Yeah. That's what they say. So he ain't got, he ain't nobody. But he got somebody with him. What, what Satan told? Satan come to us all the time and tell us, say, uh, if Jesus, I mean, if God wouldn't give him everything he got, every time he holler God, give it to him, he wouldn't worship and serve him. 
Yeah, Joel. Yeah, he wouldn't give him nothing. But because the reason he served you, Lord, every time you holler, he holler, you be right there for him. That's why he served you. He said, well, just try him a little bit. Church, we're going to be tried. Every day of our life, we're going to be tried. And by you being tried, you got to hold firm and steadfast, be unmovable, stay in the word. I don't care what they say about you, stay in the word, stay in the word. And he said this, and when we do things, do good works before God, we ought to do it to the glory of God. Yes. Don't want no glory for yourself. Yes. See, if something happened here, if, if, if a man starts floating in here, and I touch him, he starts floating in the building, this is all I'm going to say. They're going to say, oh, Rab, look at you. I'm, no, no. I said, fear me, I'm just like you. The Lord doing that. That's the Lord doing that's not me. I believe he can do it, but that's him doing that's not me. And that's what we got to do. We got to give him the glory. If he give you, see, when we give God the glory, this is what he do, look. Hey, my girl, you blessed beyond understanding. That's what he does to us. And that's what he want. He want everybody in here to be blessed like that. Everybody. And I want to leave this with you. All this chin music and stuff, you see how it go, how the devil can get in anybody. Uh, uh, not only this election, but how they, 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 the main, the head main, cutting the media down, cutting everybody down. Now that's not of God, y'all. Y'all want somebody to tell you the truth that ain't scared to tell you the truth. That's not of God. Love, peace, joy, understanding, patience, all these things of God. Cutting brothers and sisters down is not of God. See, acknowledge him in all things, and he'll direct our path. If you got a problem, go to Jesus. He'll fix it for you. He won't ever say no to you, but you got to walk according to his flow. He said, your good works ought to glorify God, knowing, let the world also know that nobody do that but the Father, which is in heaven. He doing all the works. Through you, though. And this is what we ought to be. When we, God do a good work through us, boy, we ought to shout and thank him and holler and scream and say, thank you, Lord. Look at here, Lord. I know I couldn't have did that. But you did it for me. I thank you. That's our score today. I thank God for you. Maybe somebody here today desiring in their heart to, if you're not on the battlefield for the Lord and you're ready to do that, we're going to ask that you come now. Give your heart. Submit your will. To his will. Let your spirit and his spirit mingle and co-mingle together that we can be one in Christ Jesus. Are you here today? If you're here, please just come. It's the will of God that none perish, but all receive Jesus and live in eternity with him. If this earthly house of this tabernacle, if it dissolve, the Bible tells me we got another building. What made by the hands of man, but eternal from the heaven. Are you here? Will you submit your will to his will? Will you come now while the blood is still running warm in your veins? It's God's day, your day, our day. Submit your will to his will, and he's going to direct your path. Will I be one today? Will I be one? Will I be one? We love you. We praise you. We understand you.
for you today. May God bless you and keep you as our prayer. And let us say this brotherhood, uh, I want to say this open. I want to say this open to you. We need to uh, go to First Union Historical Baptist Church on tomorrow evening at 6 o'clock and uh, practice and we're going to have our association meeting going to be here on us. 